Um, welcome to this episode, to yet another episode. My name is Montel, Montel Atohaire, and today I'm going to be having a couple of people coming over, and these people come from the I Mental Health Uganda, which is basically an online platform connecting um people that need therapy to their therapists, and you know you can look them up on I Mental Dot. Com, you can look at their socials um so yeah so today we're talking about self-care and self-love um which for a major part is a very sensitive topic a very good good topic to talk about because most times we listen um about loving yourself first and we basically don't know how to do it we listen about you know journaling we listen about how best we can you know take care of ourselves, how best we can love ourselves, but we basically don't know how to do it. So today, the people that will be coming over will be talking more about it. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this episode. It's a very educative episode, and I wish you, I hope you enjoy it as much, half as much as we made it. <laughs> Uh, welcome back, and like I said, today we are going to have um, a couple of people from I Mental Health Uganda. Well, this is more of a partnership between I Mental Health Uganda and the Omnicast Podcast Show. And today we are going to be talking about self-care and self-love. And I brought a couple of people coming in from the I Mental Health Uganda. Um, I think I would uh, introduce them right about now. We are going to have um, Naleva Kinds who is a co-founder of the I Mental Health Uganda. We're going to have Elizabeth Schiller and Shalom Omondo Madikizela. And I'm going to let them introduce themselves uh, and tell us about their relationship status again. Um, and then, for anything that, you know, the audience, you'd, you'd, you'd feel like the audience would want to know about you. And then we are going to head into the real topic of the day. So I'm going to start with you, Shalom. Okay, um, my name is Madikizela Shalom Omondo, and I'm a volunteer with IMENTO as public relations. I'm also a medical student. Um, my third year, so I'm doing a bachelor's in medicine and surgery. Yeah, basically that's it. <laughs> and I'm single. Oh, um, and I think the next one would be Kinds. Uh, Kainz, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and then you're going to tell us something about you and what you do. Okay, thank you. My name is Kainz. I'm one of the co-founders here at iMental Health Uganda. Um, about me, I'm a medicine and surgery scholar. I'm currently in my third year. I'm passionate about provision of mental health care and uh, increasing awareness on mental health issues. Um, about me still, I wouldn't leave out the fact that I'm happily in a relationship. Yeah, thank you. Hi, um, I'm Elizabeth. Um, I am also in my third year of med school. I am a volunteer with help and that is it about me 
um yeah and elizabeth schiller uh, last talked to me about her having a youtube channel so she's a youtuber and so when if we are to dig in into the topic of today today we are supposed to talk about self-love and self-care and by that i'm guessing um individual paying individual attention to yourself and loving yourself a little bit more loving loving yourself a little bit harder so i'm going to um, start with shalom um if shalom would tell us what her perspective of self-love and self-care is in her opinion and in her experiences what she has got to learn what self-love and self-care is thank you so much uh, my perspective of self-love is um, i think every day i'm learning more about myself and uh, in many ways and i think uh, my perspective of self-love is really being understanding of yourself and knowing who you are and everything uh, sort of stems from that for example um, for me it's been even um, working through really difficult situations and accepting um, fault for instance accepting where I've gone wrong and being able to love myself through it as I work on it being understanding of myself as I'm working on myself but also not just sitting back and laying back and uh, being okay with uh, just being some sort of way. So currently I'm in therapy. I've been working through uh, a couple of things that uh, have been affecting my life in many ways that are negative. So I can see myself become a better me. Also, for me, self-love is um, yeah, chasing dreams, looking out for things that I really enjoy to do and things that... I really see myself doing and going ahead having the, the the audacity and the courage to ask for what I believe I should have to knock on those doors and say hey this is me I want this and wanting it for myself enough to go and get it um, basically and working hard not being lazy I think that's also self-love and uh, last I would say of course a part of self-improvement um, coming through for yourself, coming through for yourself, uh, being serious about yourself, taking yourself seriously. We all get angry when someone doesn't show up on time. <laughs> but what about you show up on time for your own self? Like you said, you're going to, at this time, this is what you're, you're going to uh, put in, uh, work on doing this. Are you taking yourself seriously to come through at the end of the day? Yeah. And uh, lastly, maybe not self, uh, not sitting in self pity, taking responsibility for your own life, and uh, giving yourself what you believe you deserve. Because I don't think if you if you can't give yourself something, how do you think? How can you put that kind of responsibility on someone else to give you something? Yeah. So if you feel like um, even if it's a cup of tea that you want, if it's a, if it's a flower that you like, it's jewelry that you saw and and you can serve up for that kind of, of uh, give you gift yourself things like that and um not that self-love is about giving yourself like buying expensive things or anything of that sort but that uh, if you're able to come through for yourself make sacrifices for yourself yeah then yeah basically that's it 
Oh, um, yeah, that's that's really great. Um, Mr. Naleva Kainz, uh, you recently told us about uh, how you are in a relationship. And as we had earlier talked about, or we had a conversation about, was um, people that uh, have their own mental problems and they get into relationships and the relationship becomes a therapy. Um, people who are struggling with self-love and self-care and then they get into the relationship and things get better and then there are those that actually get into the relationship and they start downsliding and going back um, and having worse problems than they than they did have before so from your perspective um, how do you feel we can exercise the self-love and self-care in and out of a relationship Okay, thank you. What I can say about that is uh, a relationship. What is a relationship? A relationship is uh, like what? Like a commitment of people like sharing something together or coming together to do something together. That is a relationship. Self-care, on the other hand, is uh, how term it is self-submission being submitted to yourself, being true to yourself in a way that you look out for yourself, not being selfish, but look out for yourself. And when you look out for yourself, you're going to be better, be a better friend to someone else because you're going to understand what could hurt them because it can also hurt you. So in a relationship, people that go in relationships with their own mental health issues, and actually get better, you usually find that these people are able to understand themselves, first of all. Like, I know that I am patient. I know that I don't like being approached this way. And I talk about it with this person. Like, you understand yourself and you let out yourself to your partner. And this helps you to, to like, get on a level ground. If I could, I can't be with someone that does not understand the fact that, oh, you know what, I can't be with someone very loud. And if I got to to be at terms with such a person, there would be something that I'm trying to like just keep it up with them, yeah, keep up with the relationship. But then I'm not actually involved in it. So the take-home point from what I'm saying is that. Understanding yourself enables you to be able to understand someone else. And that is basically why we are promoting self-care. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Elizabeth, um, as Alia talked about, uh, we, we had discussed, in fact, you had discussed to me before this, um, about the feminine version of self-care and self-love and you are supposed to tell us anyway you are going to tell us are you about um what do you think what would you tell a girl out there or a lady out there um if we are talking about the concept of self-love and care that 
the thing that all girls want to hear is um it's okay like it, where you are is okay like you don't have to how do i say it you're not you don't have you where you are is fine you don't have to like compare with like where every other person is in their life the progress that you're making is fine what you have to all you have to do is what to like keep striving and don't give up when you um when you're thinking of all the things that in your head like the self-doubt and the um yeah the self-doubt and maybe self-hate if that's there as well like first of all um you should know that you are You, <laughs> you are enough like the way you are and also um no no that's it that's it you are enough and like don't let the negative self-talk first of all and the negative talk from the outside also affect who you are because you should um know who you are in, within yourself yes oh and uh, elizabeth did you you earlier talked about journaling So yeah, I journal a lot. Um, so this is like, okay, in order to like keep your mental health the way that it, like health, right? Um, you have to um, give yourself time. Put your, put your, put invest time in yourself. So um, the thing that I choose to do, the thing that I think helps me personally is journaling because it helps you like to put your feelings down on paper. You don't have to. You have you don't have to internal internalize everything that's going out go coming into you like from from the environment from everyone around you you can use it to journal to like express yourself and also it gives you perspective um so that like you you're not you don't react in a way that um is like it's not worth the situation that you are in right now yeah and like there's many forms of journaling you can also like there is um if you are in a in a bad place right now and, and like you have no you, you don't see like goodness in your future right now um uh, something that has that really helps is like force yourself first of all like when you're thinking negatively force yourself to think positively and um then you like think about your goals that you want to achieve that like the the person you want to be and then you can do future self journaling which is like imagine yourself maybe today next year and you're like the person that you the ideal person you want to be and you woke up this mo- that morning and you're journaling like pretend it's that day then um like i feel like it helps you to like put it like in first of all out into the universe um it is um a form of manifestation which is another thing that you can do you can do daily manifestations of like the inverse of what you're thinking the inverse of what is making you feel the way you're feeling right now and yeah that will help you like build your self worth and build your self um love yes yeah um thank you very much uh elizabeth
Elizabeth has talked about journaling and uh, from 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 what we <laughs> recently had you had quite an experience about journaling would you like to share with us um, how someone can actually journal because most times we hear so much about journaling and we do have journals but we do not specifically put attention to journaling and because most people do not know what journaling is so shalom would you like to shed a light on journaling yeah sure um journaling is more listening to yourself in every in every aspect in every moment yeah and it's not like you're going to journal all throughout your day but there are distinct things that happen during the day that trigger you in some kind of way it's either positive or negative so it's not that you you're going to journal and start from your childhood and write about how you were caned and how they bullied you and that's why you're the way you are i mean eventually those things may come up but uh, i remember a time i was i was walking down to school and i saw i saw a sunset and uh it was the most i, I think it could have been one of the most beautiful experiences i had and it made me feel so light and feel feel like i'm in a, a peaceful space you know and and i was able to journal about that and say hey i i i, I just love walking down in the evenings it, it makes me feel this way and uh times when i'm really angered by something and, and i can see that trigger to uh go into distractful behavior journaling came in as uh as a second as an option for what for distractful behavior that could have been uh the alternative uh, thing that i would do because it was something my therapist actually encouraged me to do and uh she wouldn't be angry when i didn't journal but she would encourage me to take that time to journal also when i realized i grew so much um by realizing how i felt or how certain things worked for me and it helped me to better understand myself and who i am and uh, one of the things i realized was that um, i actually didn't enjoy be having masculine energy that actually was if i felt safe enough i could be a very feminine woman yeah so then i started to realize okay what makes me feel safe what are the things that don't make me feel safe what are some of the things that um i can do to to have a safe space so i learned to cut my losses what's not good for me okay this person may not be the best person for me right now to be around right now and uh, that's where there's a line between uh, for me they, they they came a line between um being a people person and sometimes just selfishly wanting to be on my own and learning the things that don't serve me and getting and letting go of things that don't serve me and don't work for me so um so i think that's that's one of the things that i would say and also um i realized that uh i wasn't being the best version of myself because i realized one of the things i asked myself what what would i you know in your writing okay what the person that in my mind what what woman do i imagine myself being that sexy intelligent beautiful wealthy uh, impactful person yeah so i just decided we'll start being that person 
you deserve her you deserve to be that person that that you that you that person you admire so much that woman that version of yourself so those are the things that journaling helps you it really helps you to listen as i say to listen to yourself and all aspects to listen to your happiness to listen to your pain to listen to um what's around you because then you're able to appreciate if you see uh maybe a I remember a time as I, 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 a, a long-time friend came and gave me a very tight hug, yeah? And I realized, ah, this feels warm and it feels so good. And I, I wrote how I'm grateful for this person in my journal. So those are some of the things you can write. And you can also write self-affirmation, you know? I'm beautiful, I'm kind, I'm loved, I am, you know, some of us are Christians, I'm the light of the world, I'm going out to win today. And uh, it really sets the tone for your day if you start out with optimism. Yeah, but basically that's it. Um, well, thank you very much. Um, shalom. And like Adalia said, on um, one bad day doesn't make you have a bad life, and it is um, it's a concept of perception. Um, how you perceive things, you can either look at it like your day is going to be bad, or your life is going to be bad, or you can actually prioritize and shed light more on. The good things that are happening in your life, the, the fact that you've woken up, the fact that you've had a decent meal, the fact that you've uh, got to share, you know, a couple of hours with a friend. So it's just the concept of perception. Um, so I'm going to go to uh, Mr. Naleva. Um, as men, as men, when we hear about self-care and self-love, we think more on, you know, um, focusing on ourselves. Uh, in terms of body, uh, that's when uh, men go to work out and stuff, and and diets definitely to supplement the working out. Um, but social media has this thing where it has um, um, pushed the masculine or the male kind to do everything uh, so that they can fit a certain category that is. That is acceptable by the female type. It's acceptable by the feminine, feminine people or the females in particular. So men tend to focus on their self-care so that they can impress and and you know try to survive the world with the changing uh, times and the money and stuff. So men tend to care for themselves not for their well-being but for the fact that you know maybe some girl out there will look at me and you know appreciate it and maybe I'll end up you know getting a girl so uh, kind I wanted you to shed light on do men have to you know love themselves so that they can be loved or there's something else and if that how do men exercise the self-care and self-love okay um as I said earlier self-care is about self-submission and uh, another would look at self-care. These are behaviors that uh, one would engage in to embrace themselves, to understand themselves. And uh, another definition I could give for self-care is checking on yourself, asking yourself, how are you? You, you never ask how many times a day, for example, do you ask yourself, how am I? Like you, you never do that. Yeah. But then, when you ask yourself, how am I? Where do you see yourself? Am I fine? Yeah. It's a question you never ask yourself, how am I? And you actually feel whatever you're feeling. Let's say you're hungry, 
you reach a point of like I'm actually hungry but the fact that you don't ask yourself that question you tend to overlook how you actually feel and you leave it to someone else to say oh you look sad and you're like so I'm always sad so like because someone tells you you look sad and you actually don't know how you are you always going to accept these people to say these things and they're going to implicate how you feel about yourself getting to the question you asked me I would say it's about motive what is your motive while practicing self care we are looking at creating mental well-being you're looking at physically all that like creating well-being holistic well-being and uh, this person's motivation is to look good to this lady it is motivating this person to take care of themselves that is one hell of a motivation because if a lady turned you down trust me it would take you a year to actually get over the thought of that person actually thinks i don't smell good yeah so if it's the motivation for you to smell well to smell good in people i don't see a problem with that like it's a good motivation though it gets to a point where the, where you are unable to provide for the need <clears throat> the need to look good for these people and uh, how what i mean by this is let's say you are this person who actually cannot go to gym like you don't have the resources to go to gym but then it's going to cause more of depression because the fact that you cannot get to that personality type that is needed by these people and i don't feel like people actually want only those guys the people who want the as the slim ones so yeah <laughs> yes so it would push you to working looking at yourself as unable to get to that personality type or to that physical type of person that everyone wants so my advice from that point would say your motivation should be strong enough and should be realistic mm-hmm. let's say you want to someone back to the women thing the past is a very strong motivation i say that again that if a lady told you oh why don't you comb your hair i will give an example for myself i hate combing my hair i hate it with passion but the times it gets to me and someone tells you you look bad what what till someone i actually care about how they feel about me tells me your hair does not look good at that point it's not about what they're telling me but how i want them to view me and it haunts me so bad so my motivation to comb my hair is wrong because i don't usually you're supposed to want to comb your hair yeah so i had I have the wrong motivation to comb my hair so we need to look at our motivation as men why am i working out i feel like i want to i lift a lot of weights so i should actually go to the gym and get more muscle that's a good motivation it's good for my health to exercise regularly so yeah i'm going to go and what run around do a few rounds but saying that i'm going to go to the gym because that lady has to want me what if she does not like it's going to always implicate how you feel in the aftermath yeah 
thank you very much um naliva kind and uh, most times as men personal hygiene becomes a problem until you actually realize that self love is all about um taking care of yourself to that to the extent of actually being there like Adalia said on um, laying your bed making sure your hair is combed looking good uh elizabeth uh, the world has has a particular prototype of the women that are fit to you know get men uh, <laughs> yeah and and everyone has this perception of for you to be actually loved or you know fantasized about by men you have to have a particular type of body and look at a particular type of way and this has i don't know whether to a large extent or a smaller extent um forced um young girls and young ladies to go out to do artificial supplementation to how their body looks like um so the question would be um how Do you do you believe that this is also part of the self care for someone to go um over the top for a plastic surgery for artificial hips and stuff so that they can feel comfortable with their own bodies do you feel that's a particular type of self love or okay so your question said is it okay if you think that going over the top is like for these things is is what is self love and the answer is no going over the top like getting draining your uh, your savings and what so that because these things are expensive um the answer is no but like if you're in a situation where you can afford it and it is negatively impacting your life and the way that you see yourself so much that like there you don't see another way around it and like it is unfixable like in a natural way then i think do you i think if you the biggest thing is if you can afford it these things are expensive <laughs> but yeah do you but then there is the other side of it because um there can be like people who don't like their bodies because um maybe like this part is too chubby and or this part is too slim or yeah because there's two sides of the spectrum Yeah so my answer would, to those people would be if you can do it um change up your schedule so that you can be able to have time to um put in a workout like however small it is trust me it doesn't even just um um it doesn't even just benefit your physical well-being it also benefits your mental health working out because it's it is said like that feeling of like the feeling you get after working out i wouldn't know <laughs> but apparently it's like you feel great because like you've achieved something yeah so i'd say if you can you move your schedule around so you can um make time for working out also fix your diet like i know like most of most things that are like um healthy no i can't say healthy <laughs> with quotes um <laughs> are probably more expensive than um the fat the fast foods and the so things like soda and fries and what like so easy to get so instead of like focusing on like affording the things that are too fancy and expensive and 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 and, and what healthy what you can do is um tear down 
started um, reduce the amount of the unhealthy things that you're eating, like the fries and the um, uh, soft drinks that you're drinking. Yeah, and then um, then there is there is always a line in these things. Plastic surgery is there is always a line that when you cross, it will be very hard to go back to come back to right because it is and as unbelievable as this is it is addicting because you might find oh i don't like my nose you go fix your nose oh, you're like ah, but my lips you go fix your lips and then before you know it you've had five surgical procedures like people who knew you two years ago can't recognize you anymore and then um at, and sometimes you even the product that you have received you don't actually like yeah so that i don't think that it is for everyone but i think that if it is negatively impacting your life so much and if it is paralyzing you then i think it's fine and if you can afford it yes if you can afford it if you can't um yeah Thank you for that deep insight, Elizabeth. Um, she was as deep, deep, <laughs> deep insights. Um, so, part of what she said was um, accepting that you're perfectly imperfect. Uh, uh, yeah, perfectly imperfect. And uh, you have to be comfortable with yourself. Or if you actually can afford it and you feel like it is what would give you peace, um, go for it. But then it later brings to what would be your definition of happiness and meaning um, so with that if you see that your meaning and happiness would be in having that body that everyone craves for go for it if it means uh, if yours if your definition of meaning and happiness means being comfortable with your own body um, please like leave the plastic surgery and like the stuff and just be comfortable with yourself and and focus more on uh, what the body can do for you and not what your body looks like and the other thing that you can actually do is um, uh, not not mind about what other people say if you have a definition of of yourself so it's more about working on how comfortable you are with your body and with yourself than how comfortable you're going to feel around what other people think about you um, so as we go to Shalom um, talked about being perfectly imperfect um as you you know finish up and tell us something would you like to tell us what what advice would you give about self-care and self-love to people who are different from others people who you know probably were born in a particular type of way were raised a particular type of way um because a lot of the time they're considered weirdos but I, I feel like there's beauty in the imperfect so would you like to tell us what it means or, or the definition would you like to explain to those people how you know they can love themselves and probably conclude and give us a closure on self-love and self-care first of all i like weirdos <laughs> what people call weirdos i find introverts attractive i don't know um maybe it's just my test or something if you have rare taste in music you're just that one person who stands out you're not you're not like every other guy i'm most likely going to like you very much so um so basically that means there are people out there who actually like that type of person 
so he thought that uh, um, there's someone who was I, I read I read a meet somewhere and was saying that uh, if you want uh, like skinny girls <laughs> don't tell our thick queens to lose weight huh? you go for the thick for skinny ones because you're making the ladies that we like lose their weight and <laughs> it's not serving us so um, I think it all comes back to um, you know you have to learn to love yourself even when you don't like yourself very much yeah because um truthfully in your self-care journey there are times where you're going to i don't know if it's just me but sometimes you may feel inadequate like you're just not enough today like you just don't have it today the way you had it yesterday so when those days are coming instead of beating yourself up what's wrong with me why am i being lazy why what's wrong with me i came from a rather i wish i was like her she's from this family they they do this and that um i'm, I'm not very outspoken or things like that like yourself yeah even when you're trying to improve because um we all aim at uh, being the best versions of ourselves and uh, that's a different definition for everyone but as you're becoming learn to love yourself the other thing is be authentic with yourself be authentic i've seen people do just anything to get some kind of show some kind of yeah some kind of uh, you sleep hungry because you wanted to to get something to impress be authentic with yourself and where you at and sometimes that means boundaries with people yeah there are boundaries that uh, i had to create like i had friends that would call me to things that i could not afford at that time that they are calling me for it and i would politely decline and say hey or maybe come up with a more creative idea that uh, may not require for me to spend as much money because at the end of the day what happens my finances go low I have I, I am not able to account for a certain amount of money and the pressure that comes back on you so sometimes it's self-love to know just to what level are you going to give yourself to people where are the boundaries draw the boundaries yeah and uh, when something doesn't serve you walk away from it so um, and also probably I would close with please take care of your mental health Please take care of your. Please take care of your mental health. Some of us know the consequences of not taking care of your mental health. You brush it off, it catches up. It catches up. Even if you're feeling jealous, sometimes I had to tell myself, "Okay, I'm feeling jealous," and this is why I'm feeling that way. But when you face it, you're able to work through it and not make it something that uh, keep piling up things that at the end of the day are going to come back. And find you at a certain place where uh, stomachs hit and you break down completely you fall apart yeah so we've seen people who are who seem very happy and next thing you know someone jumped off the 29th floor yeah but I heard that about uh, there's a lady she was a Miss World and she was Miss USA sometime she was a lawyer she was in entertainment very beautiful she was a model she had everything I could have dreamed of having and she jumped from the 29th floor and from her latest post no one could tell that she had a problem even that very morning she had posted so that shows us that uh, it goes deeper than the superficial take care of your mental health that's a big that's a big big part of self-care yeah 
So I think that's basically it. And uh, in, uh, in strive for becoming your best self and working hard, take breaks in between. Yep. Do the little things. Make yourself that tea. Uh, do your makeup in the morning, ladies. Do your makeup. Like, wake up. Like how you look. Choose out the best. I sometimes I'm very, I'm very picky with my outfits. If it's, it's just a mood, yeah? You're feeling like I'm in the mood for this one. I think this is what I should put on. Feel confident with how you're dressed. Feel confident um, if uh, put on a, li- a little shine here and there. It's not bad. Show yourself off. No one else is going to hype yourself. Yeah. Basically, I think that is. And when, uh, when, uh, when things are hard, be patient with yourself. Though you don't want to be loved by someone else, love yourself like that. Because you're that person, you deserve that kind of love. Thank you so much. Um, yes, and thank you very much, Shalom. And like you had earlier said about um, loving yourself the way you would love someone else. We yes. had earlier talked about instead of you know feeling uh, feeling like you'd you'd find happiness in buying someone ice cream. Why not buy it for yourself? So, uh, kinds. Uh, our guy, would you like to tell us about? Oh, uh, this brings me to the point of. Uh, as students, we we want to pay attention to our self-love and our self-care. But there is school and there is everything going on around. And uh, from the definition or from the examples we have had of, you know, uh, exercising self-love, there was, you know, journaling, um, taking care of your body. But sometimes that's, with, with, with a very tight schedule, that's really hard to keep up with. So what would, you, what would be your student's package to... To students uh, on the topic particularly of self-care and self-love okay um, as I earlier said motivation that's number one as a student you can't have the same motivation as someone who is making money how you want to look good you want to look good you love looking good that's a very nice motivation but then there is this student also who actually doesn't like looking good that much, but there is someone that he needs to look good for. That motivation for someone in school is detrimental to your health because you're going to try to make ends meet that are not supposed to be meeting at that time, like trying to pull money from here and here, yet it's not there. Like So that's number one. Your motivation as a student to take care of yourself should be, I want to look good for myself. Yeah, I want to be fit, I want to be healthy, things like that. Number two, I'll talk of development of character. How do you develop character? What is character? Regards to self-care. All these things we are going to talk about, forgiving yourself, loving yourself, asking for help. That is all self-care. It does not come once that you wake up and you're like, yeah, I'm start forgiving myself. Tomorrow you won't forgive yourself. So you start with small acts by doing. That's number one, step number one. Like do what we actually that what is actually going to help you develop your self-care plan. If it is, uh, I didn't talk about what laying my bed. I used to hate laying my bed. Not not in a bad way, but it's not in me. It was not in my genetics. 
<laughs> to lay my bed. I got beaten up for not laying my bed very many times, but I still didn't lay it when I actually started living on my own. Till it hit me like whenever I'd come back, you see the bed is not laid, it pisses you off like, okay. But then who was going to lay that bed? It was you. So you want to lie in the bed, but you don't lay it. It's going to keep making you feel guilty whenever you get home. It stops the process. It frustrates the process of rest because you actually didn't lay your bed. So I started laying my bed once, twice, two days, three days. Eventually, it became part of me and uh, it develops perseverance. Perseverance in whatever you are doing. If you're struggling through something, look out for that self-love in yourself. It's going to help you develop the perseverance, the persistence to push through it. Eventually, I learned to learn my, lay my bed. I didn't learn. I started because I knew how to lay my bed. Just didn't want to. So I started laying my bed every day. I don't even notice that I lay my bed these days. So that's one thing. So motivation, have the right motivation. And two, I've talked about character. And uh, what's your gave a story of how I went to Mbara recently. Uh, that's actually one of the things standing out in my life when you ask me about self-care. I'll start <laughs> that story. Be like, I went to Mbara. I was supposed to meet someone there. I called them. They were very busy in the hospital. So they couldn't get to me in the time they had actually scheduled for me to meet them. So I wait. I wait two hours, three hours. It clocked around seven. Then I'm like, but what is this person going to give me? Yes, she's my friend. I want to talk to them. But I am very hungry. I am very hungry. And they don't know that, first of all. They don't know that. And telling them that would make them feel bad. But they were actually busy. They're not going to come still. So it took me three hours or so to make up my mind to go to the heat and get myself a beef Rolex that I actually sat down alone in my table it was a very big table and a table for two actually yeah it was a table for two I ate that Rolex it was very tasty I want to tell you you should try going out to eat alone if you can yeah so the time she came she was sorry what 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 and i didn't feel bad that she came late anymore because i took off time with myself to appreciate food how food is so tasty how i actually like that rolex i ordered for it again yesterday i ate it like i appreciated its taste because i was in its moment like i was in that moment yeah and i felt it individually I like going, talking to people. That's one of my hobbies. I like sharing with people, knowing about how they're doing, telling them how I'm doing. But this felt different because I was asking myself that question. How am I? I am hungry. And I satisfied that need of my body being hungry. And I've not been hungry for some time now for that Rolex. 
Thank you very much, uh, Kainz. And and something that stood out for me while Kainz was talking was um, not letting your happiness or meaning be from be from another person rather than yourself. So if you're out there, you need to make sure that your happy your meaning of happiness is in your hands, and you have the true definition of happiness. And do not let that do not let someone else be in control of that. Um, but that also brings up another controversial topic as you're trying to focus more on yourself. It's rather seen as being selfish. And I would like Elizabeth to clearly state out for us whether it's selfish or selfless to actually focus more on yourself, love more, love more, love yourself more, um, take care of yourself, like I said, take yourself for, you know, for outings and, and food. So do you clearly define for yourself less than selfishness? I think this is much harder to to, to define individually for everything that you do. I think there is a line, there is a very slim line where it can be selfish or self selfless. I mean, yeah. So I think self-love, when, when you love yourself, doesn't mean that you have to abandon your other relationships or like always make excuses or I have to do this so I like these people like you need people in your life you cannot um, throw away all the relationships in your life so um, but like there's also the, the side of like there is so much that you have to do for example in our situation of we are in med school some people have businesses people doing i mental it also needs its own time like there's so much to do but there is not enough time so sometimes you make schedules you make plans and then someone um wants you to like maybe do something for them or go somewhere with them or something and you literally cannot do it um but the thing is you can you also can't control how people think you can't control what what people think about what you have done in that moment like people will always take things personally you can explain yourself or like or not but like if if in that situation if you had accepted to go with them then um that means that you you're, you're trying to you're, you're you're prioritizing someone else's um things that they have to do and you have your own thing so your your, your schedule is backed up like you have to postpone everything that you had to do you're disappointing people who you had to um what who you had like deadlines deadlines for and like there is like so haha <laughs> okay so what what i'm saying is selfishness okay for an example of selfishness is now for example if you have like yeah you've laid down your schedule and you have to do something and then something happens like a crisis or from your like a friend calls you and something is like something is really wrong like you uh, you know so then they, they want you to like come and help them fix it or figure it out or something and then you're lazy that day or <laughs> Or you're like, uh, but you know, I was told to love myself. <laughs> and loving myself means I shouldn't put myself in people's problems or something like that. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think like there's in some situations it's clearly defined. 
but like again i say as i said you cannot you cannot always um predict how people are going to react to what you're doing so just know that just in be try to be the best person for yourself while still remembering that you need all the relationships around you because you can't just live in this world all on your own very much and she clearly defined it out for you that you know that it's very slim it's a very slim line between between selfishness and selflessness and you know, there's being selfless uh, and being selfish so you need to um, clearly be conscious not to be selfish you know while helping other people even there's being selfish to yourself or to others and you feel like you're not giving yourself enough and you're being um, and you're giving others more and uh, but as we conclude i'm going to let you all say something that you'd like to say anything uh, any shout outs any anything you'd like to say um as we conclude the podcast wow um i think i'm waiting forever to say this because <laughs> i remembered something um about uh, self-worth the I realized I noticed something about myself that um, I entertained things that I shouldn't have entertained, or I, I accepted myself to settle for less. Because the thing about not loving yourself is the consequence is you cannot see yourself for who you are, and who you are, how you define yourself, affects what you allow into your life. And how you take care of yourself and how you perceive others it's actually hard to be secure to not be insecure about other people when you don't love yourself and when you don't appreciate just like uh, the kind of person that you are so learn to, to, to know, know yourself worth you're worth so much and uh, you know be willing to take on what you believe uh, you deserve and turn down things that you feel like are not for you that you shouldn't you know literally it can be position it can be a relationship that isn't for you yeah you, it might be a job it might be a, a, a kind of a, an arrangement that isn't for you so at the end of the day please uh, it just comes back to self-appreciation sometimes when uh, when uh, when I've done stuff I, I treat myself because I believe I've worked hard <laughs> and uh, I deserve good things. So at the end of the day, be the person who comes back and taps on your back and says, hey, well done. You've done great. You did great today. It was a hard day. You had to do that presentation and you did great. You had to, to come through for that person last minute and you did great. So at the end of the day, I think um, it all resonates with with how you perceive yourself. I would say that. And I thank you, Omnicast, for having us. Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much. Ah, I would like to shout out to my mother. <laughs> I'm joking. No, but um, she's one of the people that have, have helped me to always... You know the people who hype you? Like you're intelligent. You can do it. Even when you feel you can't do it. So also it's a, it's a reminder that you should keep around people that are really good for you. And sometimes this is hard. 
uh, especially uh, when it comes to religion and what we believe you shouldn't but you cannot you should you should keep around people that are good for you people that that add to you i'm not saying that you shouldn't make friends because everyone is imperfect but uh those people that are uh, that that you know bring all the best in you you should uh invest in them basically that's it yeah oh you shout out to the omnicast for having us and this was such a cool fun experience thank you so much you're very welcome uh such a kind would you like to tell us anything like to tell you a lot <laughs> but uh, still I would like to emphasize self-care if you're out there give it a shot ask yourself how you are start from there like how am I how is today going for me what do I plan to do different today those are the questions you should have every day whenever you feel like okay this guy is annoying how am i today like how am i today what's giving me positive energy lately that's actually one way you should start what's giving me positive energy today if in case you're feeling down you look into yourself look out for that mantle within you that is going to push you forward um to talk about i mentor i want to thank first of all omnicast for hosting us i for partnering with us actually it's a very nice experience i'm having right now feels like what anyway i mentor the i yeah self-care <laughs> i'm actually doing something i wouldn't do so and i feel good that i've done it so that's a step for me i mentor i mentor mental health holistic well-being of someone physical spiritual and all that the i in mentor i mentor is going to stand for say what the individual person so that's why we actually started out with self-care this year and we plan to have very many of these different topics and i mentor is looking at increasing awareness on therapy providing therapy for every individual out there it's your right to access therapy and yeah shout out this is the point where i actually look into myself and the only people that i see i really love those people because if you are given a show to shout out to someone they very many faces come but oh. <laughs> but yeah i want to thank i want to shout out to someone who has actually pushed me to love myself this year and that is my girlfriend she's been so amazing yeah <laughs> yes she's really amazing thank you um so my last words are gonna be there is no one who is guaranteed guaranteed to love you more than more than god loves you Amen. <laughs> so um you need to first of all if you feel like it's hard to find that that love in yourself just ask him like god can i tap cause some of your love like i need it <laughs> but yeah the, the the bible tells us um paraphrasing but like the bible tells us that the, the the power of life and death comes from the tongue so what that means is you have to um all this 
this negative self-talk that you have of yourself you have to learn to um, change it change the narrative change yeah change the narrative um, if you say like I am not I'm not beautiful like you change the narrative I am beautiful you say it you say you say it because the more that you say it the more it settles in your heart and once it is in your heart no one can take it out like when someone um, tries to like um, change what you think about yourself like you know it in your heart so you like no one can change it so that's what I would say I would say always like remember to like come to God also yeah come to God like in prayer like all these things that you're struggling with in any area of your life that are causing any type of mental anything come to God because like there is an answer in like for everything you just need to like be patient and wait on him um yeah so uh, what did I want to say shout outs if I start shouting out <laughs> individual people I I will not stop so I'm just going to say as a whole my family even though you're busy you must listen to this it's a must um, and then my um, friends obviously though yeah no and then my worship harvest family I love you guys yeah also never mind <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, and personally, as the Omnicast and I Mental Health Uganda partnership, would like to thank one Chiwamira Jonathan, um, who has been around in the African theme today. The African theme today, and I'd like to shout out to my co-hosts uh, Verona and Nevan, uh, a couple of other people, Raymond and Ojora, Tegulwashino, um, Tabitha, and others. And like we said, if, if you did if you did learn anything, um, please you can give us a feedback at uh, the Omnicast podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and you can also look up the I Mental Health Uganda at I Mental Health um, on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, uh, and oh, since we have a YouTuber on this podcast, um, please don't forget to check out her YouTube channel, The Lizzy Life. And don't forget to subscribe. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your Apple or Google Podcasts. Um, until another time, thank you for listening in.